So this is Aaron Nigren with Nebraska Extension in Colfax County. I want to talk a little bit about the results of our research at Soybean Management Field Days on soil water use with cover crops in an irrigated soybean situation. So we have plots that we've uh, established for this is the third year. Um, so the layout with those um, has been a cover crop versus a no cover crop. So we planted those in the fall of 2019 at the four sites across Nebraska this year. Uh, we have four replications then of watermark sensors. So those were the sensors we chose. Uh, we installed those at a depth of six inches, 18 inches, and then also 30 inches deep uh, to look at what the crop water use is. So we established those in, in late April to early May before planting to try to get a sense of what is our soil water like as we head into planting time. Then they were pulled at planting to allow um, for the planting operation to occur and then reinstalled after planting in the following days or week um, to make sure and then we track those the rest of the season um, throughout the growing season. So this is the results of the last two years showing the soil water content at planting time. I think that's probably the biggest concern we have with cover crops a lot of times is do I have enough water at planting time um, to make sure my crop is going to get out of the ground and also what is the effect of that soil water use on deep percolation. You know that's one of our peak times we're starting to get some more rainfall so can we reduce deep percolation early in the season. So these are the, the seven um, site years that we had. We lost one year um, due to a, a hailstorm. So what this graph is showing is the soil water content above which is with a plus or below with a minus um, field capacity in inches. So field capacity is really the difference of how much are we going to be deep percolating. If we're below field capacity it really slows down. If we're above we're going to be moving quite a bit of water. So in this situation we have the no cover plots versus the rye plots. Um, then down at the bottom we also have what is the difference in soil water content of the rye cover crop versus the no cover in inches. So if we look at one here, for instance Albion in 2018, um, you'll notice that at planting time the no cover was plus 1.57 inches above field capacity. So we had excess water in our soil at that time at planting time. Compared to the rye was just slightly above field capacity, almost right at field capacity. So that <coughs> notice that it has an A versus a B, so that one was statistically different. Um, so not every year we've had those kind of differences. Um, there's multiple sites here where we don't have any statistical difference. And the big thing to note is that of these seven sites, only one of them, which was Kennesaw in 2018, actually had soil with the rye cover crop that was below field capacity. So that's where we have to remember our management. You know, there's years where maybe we need to terminate a little bit earlier to avoid depleting too much water out of that profile so we can make sure we get our crop out of the ground as well. So we're going to continue this again. We've got this ongoing at four sites, so we'll include this with our analysis. But so far the trend has been fairly similar, that we have seen some drier soils with the rye at planting time, but not so much that it's really hindered our planting ability, and it's also probably helping us with deep percolation. So here we have an example graph. Um, so this is from the Shelby site. Um, so this is looking at our watermark sensors. So the key that I want to look at is, is field capacity. Remember if we're above field capacity we're likely moving water down through the profile. If we're below field capacity we're probably not. If we look at right at planting time then, so this is the plots, two of the, the reps of our plots that had no cover crop. You'll notice that all of those sensor readings right before planting were above field capacity. So we had plenty of stored water in that soil. Most likely we were deep percolating um, through that, that profile. 
In contrast, this is two of our reps that incorporated a right cover crop. So once again, here's field capacity. You'll notice that both the six inch sensors um, in both of these plots were below field capacity. So that means we had a drier layer there. If we caught a rain, we actually had some storage space. The uh, 18 inch sensors though, were still above uh, field capacity. So we hadn't used too much water out of this soil profile. Um, you know, that we had to do a lot of drastic um, things to, to get the crop out of the ground. Just gave us probably a little bit of break from deep percolation as much in this field. Now, if we look going on throughout the season, this pretty much sums up what we've seen at most of our sites, basically every site um, so far that we've done this study with, is that after planting time, our rains were greater than what the, the difference in that stored soil water difference was. So in this situation, we had three or four events where we actually had enough rainfall to refill the profile well above field capacity. So in this situation, we, you know, we wetted them up above 10 even. So they were pretty wet. Um, so that's the difference there is that we can use some water with the cover crop, but we typically get enough rainfall events in eastern Nebraska to refill that profile, which really helps us out. Doesn't, you know, remember with beans, the big time that we need water is much later on in the growing season. You know, we always talk about August rains a lot of times. So we can use a little bit early, refill that with these um, May and June, early June rainfall events, and it seems like we're not seeing much difference. So the take home from what we've seen with water use for our soybean management field day plots is that we do have significant differences at planting time with the rye versus no cover crop. Not so much that we've had to do a lot of drastic uh, management options with them. But then after planting, we're getting enough rainfall that exceeds the crop water use that we're refilling that profile. So we haven't seen no difference in soil water content after um, planting time. So based on this, our feeling is that most years for irrigated land in eastern half of Nebraska, the water use by that cover crop is not going to reduce the stored soil water for the soybean crop because we're most likely going to refill it. So that's a good news for us. That allows us to use some of that stored soil water with that cover crop and doesn't really affect our soybeans. Question. So the, the question a grower might often have, you know, and their concern is that they're worried about that water use uh, with that cover crop and affecting their yield. Uh, so the big thing with this is you have to remember that everybody's going to have a little bit different system of cover crop use. Um, so in the situations we've been going in, um, these have maybe been, you know, a little bit later planted cover crop. And then we actually did terminate at planting time, which has been mid, around the mid-May timeframe. Now, somebody else may have a totally different system. If you have a cover crop that's established after silage, for instance, that's early planted, and then you're gonna let it grow and head out, you may see a different result. You may have a lot more water use in that situation. Um, so, you know, our studies have been looking more at a, you know, a typical timeframe where we're trying to get it in after corn harvest. We're not really pushing to get it planted very early. So everybody's gonna maybe have slightly different results. Um, the other thing is, this was in soybeans. You think corn would be different. Corn may be different. You know, corn water use ramps up a little bit earlier in the season. So we may not get as much refill um, from those May and, and June rains as maybe we did on the soybean system. So this has been the results for our system. Like I said, you're gonna have to play with it a little bit and see maybe you may have to change that timing of termination in your true system yourself. So the one thing that, you know, oftentimes um, we have to remember the differences in our irrigated versus dry land system. With dry land, we're going to 
probably pull the termination trigger a lot earlier versus an irrigated system. I know guys don't like to start a pivot up early, but remember that it is always a backup case um, with, with irrigation. You know, If we do end up being drier than what we thought, start the center pivot up, make sure to get that crop out of the ground. Realize that's a challenge because we do have dry land corners, right? So we may need to think about managing even dry land corners different than the irrigated um, circle. So that is a challenge with cover crops as well.